Welcome back in, Brady Farkas Show, right here on a Monday on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. Continuing the conversation from the Patriots, 36-13 win. Pats now have won six straight, eight and four on the year. And joining us now for that continued conversation is Matt Verderam, the NFL director at fansided.com. V, we were just talking about this, so I'll start here with you. Do you think we learned anything about the Patriots yesterday? No, I, I don't, only because... I think we've already known that the Patriots are really good defensively and they, they certainly can play situational football. Mac Jones is not going to beat him. Uh, you know, I thought for the most part in that game, you know, look at the numbers, 310 yards, couple touchdowns, no turnovers. He wasn't spectacular, but he wasn't asked to be spectacular. I, I thought his first touchdown throw to Bourne was the best throw he's made in, in maybe weeks. I mean, that was a phenomenal throw. That was one of the best throws anybody made all, all Sunday uh, across the league. And look, He's been efficient. He's been smart. He's he's been what they need him to be, and he is tenth in yards in the NFL. Like, it's not like he's just dinking and dunking his way down the field. He's been a good player for them, uh, and, and it's got to be said too. The Titans were missing a million guys in the game, which is the other reason I say I don't know that we learned a ton. I mean, they had no weaponry. They had nobody. I think we're going to learn everything we need to know about the Pat ceiling in the next three games. Bills twice, and the Colts on the road. They they go two and one in those games or better. I'm all in on the Pats as a contender to get to the Super Bowl. Don't you think, though, it was important yesterday to see Mac Jones play and be good in the cold? I mean, I know that that's something that we, you know, we only talk about come playoff time. But for a guy who's from Jacksonville who played at Alabama, was it important to see him play in subpar weather? Yeah, I mean, that's a fair point. Sure. Um, you know, it's cold and, and it's up in New England. It's going to get only colder. So I, I think. Sure, you you want to see him play well, and some guys, some guys have struggled with that in their careers. I mean, that that's a real thing. You know, Derek Carr throughout his career, and he's a California guy. I mean, he he's been awful in cold weather. So yeah, having Mac Jones play and play well, sure. And look, I also want to say too, I don't want to be the guy who just proposes any any win that isn't over an elite team. Like they beat Tennessee by twenty three points. That's what you do. That that's what a good team should do. You know, if if you are not a good team, you might struggle in that game. You might let down. Give the Pats credit for kicking Tennessee's ass for 60 minutes. I mean, Tennessee really, other than one run at the end of the half, so I'm sure Belichick wanted to lose his mind over. Other than that, Tennessee had six points. So, you know, I, I think you got to give credit, too, that the Pats did what a good team or a really good team should do. They beat a hobbled, beat-up team in their own building. They have them. And, and so give them credit for that. When you think about the Pats from an opponent's perspective, what scares you the most? That they don't beat themselves. And that sounds borderline obvious, but so many teams, you watch the NFL, and I watch every game, live or on replay, like so many teams just beat themselves. They do it every week. Ten penalties, drop passes, turnovers, missed assignments. The Pats don't do that. They don't beat themselves. Like, I don't think New England – is one of the five most talented teams in the AFC. I don't. I think the Chargers are probably more talented than the Patriots. But the Patriots are a far better team. They're smarter. They're well-coached. They do all the little things right. And you watch a game like the, and to continue with the analogy, you watch the Chargers yesterday in Denver. They did everything imaginable to beat themselves. Everything. Pick six, it goes right through Eckler's hands, goes back for a touchdown. Herbert throws a brutal pick in the end zone. They take penalties. They make mistakes. I mean, it – and that's all the time. That's all that you even watched Baltimore and Cleveland last night. I mean, that game was the epitome of a team 
making a million mistakes on both sides. Baltimore, Jackson throws four picks. Now, they won the game because Cleveland couldn't get out of their own way. The Ravens wouldn't have beaten the Pats. There's no way. They, they would never have won that game. And that's why I think if you're New England, you know, you feel like, look, we can win because we're, we are talented defensively. We do enough offensively to be interesting, and we're never going to lose because of ourselves. It's a lot of stuff to check off going to the playoffs. How impressive is it that that quality of not beating yourselves has gotten better during the season? Because we know that there's not a lot of hitting in season. There's not even that much, quote, practice time in the season. I feel like it's hard for teams to get substantially better over the course of the year. And you look at week one, Damian Harris fumbles the game away late. And week when they got killed by the Saints, you know, John o. Smith couldn't catch anything and balls are going for pick sixes. They fumbled against Tampa and missed a kick and penalties, et cetera. They were doing those things in the first month of the season. So how impressive is it that they've just corrected it on a dime? Well, it's, it's impressive, but I think if you look at Belichick's teams throughout his career, they, they get better as the year goes on. But that's kind of a hallmark of the Pats over the last 15, 20 years. Like they find themselves around the end of October, and then they start playing better. Now, listen, I I do not buy this idea that this is the, the Brady Pats all over again because Brady is an all-time great player. This idea that, like, Mac Jones is Tom Brady 2.0, I just stop. Like, it's not – and that's not a knock on Mac Jones. Mac Jones having a really good year. He looks like he's going to be a very good player. Like, it's not a criticism. But it's, you know, it's like some guy in hockey having 60 points as a rookie. And oh, he's Gretzky. He's great. Like, he's not – he's Mac Jones. He's a good player who's ascending, and he's playing better every week. And I think if you're the Pats you, or, or their fan base, you should be really excited about what you have in Mac Jones. And I, I do believe – look, the AFC is wide open. I mean, this is a division they can definitely win. Obviously, a couple of big games coming up against Buffalo here in the next month. You know, but you look at the conference, Baltimore is the one seed at eight and three. I don't even think Baltimore is good. Like, I literally do not even think Baltimore should be a 500 team right now. They have, they have won so many games this year where not only they could have lost, but they should have lost. They should have lost some of these games. They've been bailed out. I don't think that's going to continue forever, especially with their schedule coming up. Tennessee is, is all beat up, and I, I think at this point on the way down. Buffalo's got issues. Kansas City's probably the team that you look at and go, they're the biggest bear. But they beat themselves more than anybody in football, more turnovers than anybody, second-most offensive penalties in the league. Kansas City, look, if they play their best game, would they beat New England? Yes, they would. But if the Chiefs play a B, B-minus game, the Pats could definitely win. And the Chiefs have played tons of B and B-minus games this year. Matt Verderam, NFL Director, Fansided.com, with us here on the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV. What's the biggest limiting factor for the Patriots? I think it's got to be the lack of explosiveness in the offense. You know, they don't have the receiving core that you think, okay, look, if we get into a game, we're going to score 30, we can do it. Now, I get they score 36 against Tennessee. I, I get that. But that offense, to me, it's got to play a certain way. They've got to play a structured, okay, look, we got to run the ball, hit the tight ends. Everyone's in a blue moon, ask Mac to make a play. And that works when you're playing Tennessee with nobody and Houston and the Jets twice and Atlanta. Like You can do those things. Plus, those teams have no defenses. Tennessee's okay, but they're beat up a little bit as well. The, 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 excuse me, the Giants. The Jets are the worst defense I've ever seen. And Atlanta has, has maybe two guys who belong in the NFL on their defense. When you get into the playoffs, you play teams that are obviously the best of the best in some cases, have really good defenses. Like Baltimore's defense is terrible, but Kansas City's defense has been much better. Buffalo's a very good defense. 
Now they lost Tredavious White. How much does that affect them? But even still, a good defense. I think New England's got to play a certain way. That would be my concern. Like, if they get down 20 to 10 in the third quarter to a team with a good defense, can they come out of it? Can they come back? I don't know. You know, I worry that Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar, like, they're the best receivers in the team. That's concerning. Um, and I think it's probably the reason I wouldn't pick them to get to the Super Bowl is just simply because I think in the playoffs you've got to be able to win a lot of different ways. And if they have a day where defensively they're not on – or the other team is a great offensive plan, it really puts the onus on New England to score points and do it in a way that they're not doing it right now. So we'll see. Maybe they prove me wrong. Maybe they can do it and they just haven't had to. But I, I worry about their explosiveness. Patriots are forcing a bunch of turnovers defensively. They forced four more yesterday. Yep. Should we be looking at that like super pumped or should I be looking at that quizzically because the analytics people tell me turnovers don't last and they're going to run out eventually? Well, a combination, right? Now, yeah, turnovers to an extent are cyclical, although I grew up as a Chief fan in the 90s. Let me tell you something. Schottenheimer, the Chiefs led the league in takeaways every single year. So I'm sure if Marty Schottenheimer was still alive, he would say that's BS. They're not cyclical. It's all about coaching points. And I think to an, the reason I bring that up is I think with Belichick, it is it is a coaching point. It is ingrained in the go for the ball um, and be where you're supposed to be. All the time. A lot of times interceptions are about just being – accountable for your role in, in that play on the defensive scheme, right? I, I think that's part of it. I will say, though, yes, if you're relying on turnovers a lot, that's worrisome in the sense that if you get to the playoffs, you're probably playing teams that are pretty good at not turning the ball over. And, again, I just mentioned you know, Kansas City is an example of a team that turn over all the time. Um, but, you know, if you get into a game where you don't get a turnover, what happens? I think the Pats – in the playoffs against the top teams. Not, I'm not talking about wildcard type teams, but like against the top teams, the Buffaloes, the Kansas Cities. Um, they're they're going to need a turnover to pry to win those games because, again, the lack of explosiveness in the offense, are you going to go 80 yards? The, other, the, the bigger concern I have, and it speaks to what we're talking about, I was said on the broadcast yesterday that the Pats have more field goals than any other team in the league. In the playoffs, that's death. You cannot have three drives that end at the 20-yard line. You just cannot. You need to convert those into at least you know one or two of them into touchdowns. It have to be. Like you, you cannot bog down from the from the 30 in. You've got to you got to get seven. I don't care how good New England's defense is in the NFL today. You're going to face teams that are going to score sevens. Occasionally, and if they don't do that, that is a concern. They've got to get better at turning field goals into touchdowns. A lot of good stuff there. We're going to react to a lot of that in the six o'clock hour. A lot of what you just said about some of the red zone concerns the Patriots have had. And Mac Jones addressed it yesterday after the game, also. So Matt Verderam, NFL Director, Fansided.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Matt Verderam, and his podcast is Stacking the Box through Fansided. So Matt, we appreciate you, and we will talk to you again soon. No problem. Anytime.